Yo, it's Tim Malcolm, the host of Playing the Rube, which you are listening to now, and the editorial director of philliesnation.com. I want to tell you real quick about philliesnation.com. Go there today for all of your Phillies news, rumors, opinion, information, and much more. We are also on Facebook at facebook.com slash philliesnation, on Twitter at philliesnation, and on Instagram at philliesnation underscore. You should listen to the Phillies Nation podcast, which is the other podcast that you get out of this account. If you are actually on right now listening to Playing in the Rube, you know that the Phillies Nation podcast is also here because you subscribe to the Phillies Nation podcast. So there you go. But check out the Phillies Nation podcast coming up every week. So we have Monday minicasts every other week. And then on the alternate weeks, we do the regular podcast with guests and more talk about the Phillies and so much more. So listen to that right now. If you do not subscribe and you just found this by accident, subscribe to Phillies Nation Podcast. You will get the Phillies Nation Podcast every week, along with playing the Rube every two weeks, and you will enjoy what you are listening to, I swear to you. Subscribe, give it a five-star rating. All the five-star ratings help us out. Just say some nice things. We really appreciate it. So, playing the Rube, this podcast is myself and Dan Walsh. We are taking on the role of general manager of the 2009 Philadelphia Phillies. After an amazing 2008 season, we all thought that you know, this would go fine. It hasn't. We're playing an out-of-the-park baseball 2018, and the 09 Phillies are bad. They are almost 30 games under 500 bad. That's terrible. I don't know how it happened. No, I do know how it happened. We've been playing. Basically, the pitching has been terrible. Uh, the offense has not gotten going the way we would like it to. And players that should have been better just aren't. So it's pretty simple as that. Uh, we are making moves, though. We made a couple moves already this season. We are now in July. It is July 10th as we begin this episode. And we will get through the All-Star break and then come out the other side with the first series after the All-Star break. Setting ourselves up for the trade deadline and some really interesting stuff. You better hold on because it gets really fun after this. Uh, we do make a few moves in this episode so stay tuned to that we also have the all-star game results and some roster moves and just general talk about what is coming up with the trade deadline all that and much more on playing the rube the podcast starting now brad lidge stretches the 0-2 pitch swing and a miss struck him out the Philadelphia Phillies are 2008 It's time to enter an alternate history where two men attempt to become the best general managers they can be of the 2009 Philadelphia Phillies. But what happens instead is absolutely hysterical. This is Playing the Rube. July 10th, 2009. The Phillies are 29-56. and 56. So here's the update. We lost again. We just played a series against the Cincinnati Reds. It was four games. We lost three of four. Six to nothing was the final in the final game. Eric Stoltz was on the mound starting. Yes, Eric Stoltz is on the starting rotation of the 2009 Phillies. He was bad. That's about all you need to know about that game. We'll also talk about the Natty meeting. So in our last episode, we spent the entire series against Cincinnati talking about the long-term and short-term strategies of the team in a fake meeting situation in a hotel room somewhere in Philadelphia. So now we wrap that up. We wrap up the Cincinnati series and we move on to what will be the final series 
of the 2009 first half. All right, Dan, good morning. Um, what did we learn from the natty meeting? Well, uh, we learned that... exactly. Yes, okay, good. <laughs> I'm glad that you didn't make me actually have an answer because <laughs> it was going to be that thing where uh, the teacher gives a quiz, but you didn't read the homework, you know? That was going to be me. Oh, good, good. I'm glad you are taking this extremely seriously. Uh, <laughs> well, you get what you pay for. Our team right now stinks, but... Um, we decided to sort of go over some quick trade ideas, and we have some things we can think about for the trade deadline, which is in two weeks now. So, um, I don't know. I guess well, three weeks now. So, I, but I don't know. I guess we're 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 we have somewhat of a strategy here for the next couple of weeks. We do. We have. You know, we have been doing our homework at least, and. Uh, Surprisingly, we actually might be willing to make a little bit of a splash here at the at the deadline in a way that I don't think many people would expect for a team in our position. No, nobody would expect it for a team in our position. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like it might not be the recommended strategy, but it's the one we'll take. Because this is unprecedented. This whole thing is unprecedented. Um, all right, so we are home against Pittsburgh for three-game series starting uh, with this game today. It's Zach Duke for the Pirates going up against Jay Happ, who's two and three with a four six nine ERA. Um, yeah, I just want to win two out of three. If, if that's kind of what I'm hoping out of here. You know, if we could just get over thirty wins here for the season, <laughs> going into the All Star break, <laughs> that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, before you get ninety, you got to get thirty. That's what they say. So let's go for thirty. By the way, real quick, we did get a trade proposal from Colorado. We'll talk about that after the game. How about that? Okay, oh, leave me wanting more, okay. That's right. July 11th, 2009, the Phillies are 30-56. and 56. Okay, we did get a win. We'll talk about that in a second. And we'll get a trade proposal. We'll also talk about that in a second. Stay tuned. All right, we got a win. We did get a win. 3-2, to two, a well-played J-Hap pitching performance and offensive just-enough performance. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the American way. Hap went six innings, gave up one run, five hits, nine strikeouts, and three walks. So good performance for Jay Hap. Yeah, that's perfect. We need more of that. Chano Park with uh, a run given up in an inning and a third, but he got a hold. Well, he got a blown save, but uh, so then so then we came back and got the lead after that. Jesse Crane with the hold, and Ryan Matson with his ninth save of the year. Um in this one, it was Jason Worth with a big hit in the bottom of the seventh to help fuel the win. Chooch went two for four, and he's now hitting 303. We're wasting, like, Chooch's career season right now, which kind of sucks. It's a shame. Couldn't happen to a nicer guy either. It's true. He's a very nice guy. Um, so we got a trade proposal from the Rockies, and the trade proposal is this. They would send us third baseman Garrett Atkins. Because <laughs> now we need a third baseman. <laughs> For Chris Coast and Jonathan VR, our top prospect. Oh. Atkins is hitting 315, 404, 554 with four homers and 18 RBI in 109 plate appearances this season. He's having a good season. He's a. Rated by scouts 25, 50 is potential, 
and across the board he's basically a 50 to 55 player for everything offensively. He's making seven million this year. He's a free agent after this year. Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. Okay. If you led with that, I would you would have saved yourself some breath because we are really not interested in rentals. Yeah. As much as we like do want to have a better team here in the second half, and we want to try to make a little run and make people feel a little threatened, we're not in it to trade our best prospect for a guy who's going to be done after this season. That makes no sense to us at all. Yeah. Absolutely none. All right, so why don't we get to the next game? Uh, Jeff Karstens for the Pirates going up against Brett Myers, who's sporting a 3-10 and record and a 4-9-1 ERA. Hey, Myers is on pace to maybe have 20 losses this year. I would be proud of him for that. No, I think that um, his last few starts, he's brought his ERA down, though, if I recall. So It's true, so, it's true. He's now you know, the losses. Five. He's going to have a lot of losses because, don't we all, but... Um, his, his individual performance has been a little better lately. That's true. July 12, 2009. The Phillies are 31-56. and 56. So what you'll find out is now that it's July, we get a trade proposal basically every day, and each of them are about the same, circling on the same players, uh, players that we don't necessarily want to give up that easily, or why would we get who they are dangling at us? I don't know. They don't understand. It's a game. That's how it works. Otherwise, a couple new things coming out, including all-star rosters. Who from the Phillies will make the all-star team? Will we have, what, five or six guys like they really had in 2009? No, we won't, because we're terrible. Brett Myers. That's a player. Brett Myers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Eight and two-thirds. Oh, wow. One run, six hits, seven strikeouts. No Jeez. walks. See, that's even more unlikely for our team this year. We lost one in the... No, I'm kidding. We won <laughs> seven to one. <laughs> oh, seven. Seven spot. And the runs came early. One in the first, six in the second. Utley hits his uh, 13th home run of the year. Howard, Ryan Howard with a triple. <laughs> that's, that's how good this one was. <laughs> how many things have to go wrong for that to happen? Well, we're playing the Pirates, who are the only team in baseball who's worse than us. Yeah. So that's what had to go wrong. <laughs> uh, Eric Hurley threw a strikeout in his one batter face to finish off the game, so that's good. Um, cool. So we got we got the two of three, at least, and we're now 31 wins, which is awesome. A uh, lot of stuff. So... Yesterday, we offered Juan Rivera a minor league contract. He's an outfielder who was a free agent and um, had not played at all this year. But last year in the majors, put up a 246, 282, 438 spot for the Los Angeles Angels. 12 homers, 45 RBI. Played half the time, basically, with the Angels. Uh, he has agreed to a minor league contract. So we can pop him into Lehigh Valley right now. Um, we could even put him in Philadelphia for all I freaking care. I don't care. It wouldn't even matter. Nobody would notice because there's nobody at our games anymore. It's true. Raul Abanez, by the way, who is the person most likely to be ousted from any role on this team, is hitting 204, 279, 335 with five homers and 21 RBI, 23 walks, and 63 strikeouts. Fair to say he's not doing the job we paid him to do. No, not at all. And I was about to ask what his platoon splits are. 
Um, but as a left-handed batter, he has the platoon advantage most of the time. Let's see. Against righties, he's hitting 177, 252, 290. Against lefties, he's hitting 288, 364, 475. <laughs> yeah, I can't quite make sense of that. And I, so there is hope there, though, because you would expect that platoon matchup against righties to come up a little bit, to bounce back somewhat. There's no way it would stay that poor for the rest of his contract. But come on, man. you got you got to give us more than that. It's kind of insane that his... I mean, he's having such a bad year, and yet he's having reverse platoon splits right now. That's really weird, actually. But I don't know. I'm just the guy who's supposed to make determinations on his future. <laughs> um... Do we want to put Rivera in Lehigh Valley for now, or are we... I mean, here, here's what I'm thinking. Like, All-Star break is now coming up. We can ride it out until the trade deadline, and then if we want to make any moves, we can do that. I don't feel the need to put Rivera in the majors yet, but, you know, Abanez might be a candidate who gets slashed and burned from us, honestly. I don't want to keep him because of his contract. I, I, just don't, I, I think he's a waste right now. Yeah, and... Um... As far as Rivera goes, he, he hasn't played baseball, you know, or, or he hasn't been in the majors since I don't remember what you said when. So the minors probably is a good place to start. Yeah. All right, so we'll put Rivera in Lehigh Valley. Uh, the outfield right now in Lehigh Valley is quite stacked. There's a lot of a lot of guys on that group. So I'm going to make a move here. Um, Mike Spadale can probably get shuttered to Redding. I don't think anybody's going to miss him. And Kevin Mahar is actually having a okay year, but I don't know if he's really necessary. The, here's the thing. So Tyke Redman and Corey Sullivan are both here. Sullivan's been decent, but he's not a major league player. Tyke Redman has been slightly less decent and is also not a major league player at this moment. Um, do we want to release one of those guys, or are we just going to go with like a six-man outfield right now in Lehigh Valley? I guess we could do that. Yeah, we could, I mean, we can demote someone to double A, I guess. I don't know. The I, I guess the bigger problem is that it almost doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. And I just asked... Uh, manager Jeff Hunter for his lineups in Lehigh Valley and he's got Mayberry, Taylor, and Rivera as the outfield, which is great. And Sullivan and Redmond are both on the bench, so okay, I, I don't care. It's fine. As long as yeah. as long as we're not taking playing time away from Rivera who needs to get up to speed. Yep, those would be my choices too for that lineup. Cool. Um also final uh, so okay, so the so the voting and the All-Star game Rosters have been announced. Uh, the fan voting is in. Chase Utley will start at second base. Uh, Jimmy Rollins missed out at shortstop by how many votes here? Well, almost 2 million votes because Hanley Ramirez is good. And Jason Worth finished second in right field voting by a hair. Hamels finished second in starting pitching voting by a hair. So all, all good, even though our team sucks. Yeah, I'm surprised that Worth finished in second because it hasn't been a fantastic year for him either. Yeah, and he almost won. He almost won that 
battle, actually, which is really weird. Andre Ethier got the spot instead. Um, so we have, let's see, one, two All-Stars, Hamels and Otley. Okay, that's, right. that's fair. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Also, Tampa Bay has proposed another trade. This one sending... We would have to give up J-Hap and Jonathan VR. So everybody wants VR. And in return, Tampa would send us outfielder Gabe Kapler. <laughs> All right. Interesting. Uh, I wonder if he, like, his personality is not one to get too excited about anything. <laughs> really? Is really? That, that is not, <laughs> really, that is Scouts? Not, that is not what I've heard about him. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Um, I'm going to reject that trade because it's a terrible trade idea. But Yeah, tell him if he wants to come manage for us, though, in about 10 years that he can give us a call. Yeah, we'll keep him on the uh, speed dial. Maybe there will come an opportunity where he will be the skipper. Uh, just uh, We'll ask him not to start writing anything in blogs because <laughs> that won't be a good look for him. All right, why don't we finish off this series against Pittsburgh Real quick, Ian Snell against Jeremy Hellickson, who's got a 2-6 and six record and a 4-3-3 ERA. Let's finish off the first half with a sweep. July 13, 2009, the Phillies are 31-57. and 57. Well, The first half is over. 57 means we lost. We'll talk about that in a second. But hey, we're about to make a trade. Get ready, strap in, put on your goggles, because some stuff's really going to start flying. We did not finish off with a sweep. Yeah, I knew we wouldn't going, we weren't going to, but I just had to pretend that I was part of that enthusiasm. It was an eight to three loss, so it ended the way that our first half played out. Hellickson gave up twelve hits and six runs in five and two thirds. He only walked one and struck out eight, so that's I guess a plus. Sure. Uh, Hurley was fine, and Jeff Soup gave up two runs and two hits in two innings, two strikeouts, two walks. Oh, uh, Jeff Soup, you're going to kill me. Well, I think we don't need to hold on to him for much longer. No. It's not worth it. It's really not. But the good thing is that, hey, we finished the first half with a two out of three. Hold on to that one. Um, and we're still on pace to lose 100, but it's not as bad as we thought. <laughs> trying to find the uh, silver lining here in anything. In anything. Well, no, we we had that we had two good starts in that series from Hap and Myers, um, and we have two all stars. Don't forget that. So we can hang our hat on that. Also, we have two all stars. That's such a great thing. You know, we have. Uh, boy, we've we've done a lot of good work, and it is it is. The fruit has been sown, uh, whatever. I'm not mixing metaphors at all here. And look, the two guys who were supposed to be good are really good. We did it. <laughs> we totally, did it. We, totally we showed up. We showed up and we did not make Chase Utley bad at baseball. At least. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we're in the all-star break. We have two all-stars, Chase Utley and Cole Hamels. Congratulations to them for actually being rewarded for play on a really bad team. Um, but we have some potential moves that we want to make. We did a little bit of scouring through 
the market for relief pitching. Our, we put together a list of guys that we want relief-wise, and one guy came up as a potential um, interest, interesting target, Ramon Troncoso of the Dodgers, who has good numbers this year, a 2.79 ERA for the Dodgers in 9.2 innings, so it's not a big sample or anything, seven strikeouts, two walks, and in AAA, 350 ERA in 18 innings, 15 strikeouts and nine walks. Uh, he's a good strikeout pitcher, has some movement. His control is a little bit more average, but he is a 35 overall in his scouting and 65 in potential, and he's 26 years old. He's under a rookie contract. He's a good teammate, and the Dodgers would accept Kyle Kendrick for him, and we could also add relief pitcher Taylor Buckholtz to the trade. Buckholtz is a 25-25 and 25 in scouting, and he's a relatively average pitcher across the board, but to me, it looks like just he'd be good depth to put in AAA. He's also from Lower Marion, Pennsylvania, Dan. Well, then I say let's, let's get him. The one thing about Buckholtz, though, is that he is fragile. So we need to have okay. you know, guys who are fragile on this team. We, well, that's the other thing that we're going for, is we're trying to... Um, to amass all the frequently injured players that we can. It seems like seems like almost every pitcher on our team has been injured at some point this year. I mean, that hasn't literally happened. It only feels like it. Except for the really bad ones. They've been healthy <laughs> the entire season. Like, Jeff Soup can't get hurt. <laughs> well, it's because he's nourishing himself on the on, on his barbecue or whatever it is. I forget what his restaurant is. Yeah, it's, it's Jeff Soup. Soup? I don't know. We'll get there. Um, so it's Kendrick for Troncoso, Taylor Buckholtz, and we can also get $2 million from the Dodgers. We need money. I, I, I'm ready. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I mean, $2 million isn't a lot, but it can um, give us some flexibility in other deals going forward as well. And it would, it would improve our money up to $2.5 million after this. So that, that's, I think that's really necessary at this point. So I'm going to call the Dodgers. Okay. I will twiddle my thumbs. Trade has been made, and we now have a number of players in our organization. Well, two of them. Uh, Taylor Buckholz and Ramon Troncoso. Troncoso is going to go to the 40-man immediately. And Buckholz, I just want to see if he needs to be put on the 40-man or not. He's eligible for the Rule 5. His option has been used this year. Uh, and it looks like he's making the minimum. So, yes, he has to put on the 40-man. That's okay. We do have the room. Yeah, that's not a huge deal. Yeah, and let's be honest. We have a number of players who can easily be kicked off the 40-man roster at any point in time. So, <laughs> we, <laughs> we, really could get this, we could really get our 40-man roster down to about a 12-man roster if we have to. Speaking of which, now that we have Troncoso and we want to put him in the major leagues we can kick out a pitcher from our team at this point. Um, <laughs> I don't want to kick out Eric Stoltz, another guy we got from the Dodgers. <laughs> the Dodgers know something about us. Um, <laughs> what, do you, what do you say about getting rid of Jeff Soup? Yep. That was easy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, I mean, the only, reason, the only reason we haven't gotten rid of him already is that he's making so much money. But it turns out that Paying guys a lot of money doesn't automatically make you win. It's true. So it's time to release 
Jeff Soup. Because really, he he's also uh, a negative presence in our clubhouse, yeah. and a losing team, as we've said before, can't afford to have that negativity. Are you ready to pay out approximately six point eight million dollars per season for the next three years? Uh, yeah. I mean, we can pretend that we're that we're paying somebody else more money because that's what we're doing. Yeah, but I mean, like, we can pretend that, oh, well, maybe we're, that money is just going to Jason Worth in, like, a phantom paycheck, you know, because he's Good only point. getting paid $2 million a year. Good point. We just won't extend Ryan Howard to a ridiculous contract through 2016 or anything like that. Well, that's, that, will, that will help, too. July 14, 2009, the Phillies are 31-57. and 57. Rest in peace, Jeff Soup. See you later, buddy. Ha-ha! <laughs> yeah, that was a really failed experiment, wasn't it? We traded Brad Lidge for Jeff Supon, and Jeff Supon went on and decided to trash the entire clubhouse to bits and make everybody really unhappy, so we had to release him. Really went well for us there, didn't it? I guess, in retrospect, if we just released Brett Myers, we would have gotten a lot of flack from people in the Philadelphia area and beyond. We would have probably lost a little bit of our you know, fan support, whatever. That would have sucked. So I guess this was probably the best way to do all of this. Now we are at a clean slate with the bullpen, at least the bad part of the bullpen, and we can start making some moves. So, bullpen moves, let's do it. All right, so Jeff Soup is gone, and I was reading the Daily News this morning, report from David Murphy, who covers the team. He uh, wrote that while things have not necessarily been out in the open, the rumors are that there have been problems in the clubhouse. How did he find that out? I I don't know how they found that out. Um, It's almost like... Usually, when teams do poorly, they don't get along great. Hmm. Interesting notion. He continues, When approached confidentially, however, more than a few players in the clubhouse are glad that Jeff Supon won't be there anymore. Or is it Supin? Who fucking cares? (laughs) Who really cares? I, I sure don't. Well, we don't really have to say his name anymore, so it's not our problem. The soup has been blown off the bowl. The soup is boiled over. That's better. Possibly. Well, it's not worse. I know that. So, Troncoso will now find himself on the roster. And that is that. Charlie Manuel's new pitching Staff has Troncoso as a setup man, so that tells you how much we needed his arm in this bullpen. Yeah, just hope it goes well. And then in Lehigh Valley, we have... um, I wasn't put in there yet. That's good. Let's make sure we get everybody on this team right now. Taylor Buckholtz will go to Lehigh Valley joining a very stacked bullpen right now that might need some trimming. And he becomes the closer. Boy, if that doesn't tell you everything about this team. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Something I'm realizing, too, by the way, is that I still stand by all the trades that we've made this year, but I don't think any of them have paid immediate dividends. No, they've not. And so I don't think we would be very popular in Philadelphia. 
No, we're not. <laughs> so I'm going to make a little cut here on the Lehigh Valley roster. Joe Basenius, by. And I might even get rid of another pitcher here. Just releasing or sending down to just, Reddit? Just releasing. How do you feel All about Jason McIntosh? I did not know we had that person. You did. <laughs> well, there he is. I see him now. But now he's gone. Bye-bye. I just want to keep that Lehigh Valley bullpen somewhat small. Yeah, so at least everybody gets to pitch every now and then. Yeah. Sorry. So so we're there now. All right, All-Star game is today. Um, have any predictions? Because there are Phillies on the team, do you think they will lose the National League? Yes. Sounds good. Let's do it. July 15th, 2009. The Phillies are 31-57. and 57. Okay, we'll get another trade proposal because it's July and everybody wants the same things. Or maybe they don't. Also, the All-Star Game. Who won? Who lost? How did the Phillies do? Let's find out. So, National League lost 5 to nothing. Did our guys play? Chase Utley started at second base and went 0 for 1. He walked and left a man on base. So he was really a non-factor in this game. And Cole Hamels pitched an inning. And gave up a hit, but no runs and struck out two. So he was effectively the best pitcher for the National League. Okay. The big loser in this one was Dan Heron, who gave up four runs in two-thirds of an inning. Ooh, poor guy. Glad we didn't get him in his 122 strikeouts and 22 walks so far this year. <laughs> we could use him. Yeah. Nelson Cruz was the MVP of the All-Star game. He hit a second-inning home run off of Dan Heron. And went one for two with that home run. So congratulations to Nelson Cruz, Chevrolet All-Star MVP. I'm assuming it's Chevrolet. It could be anybody. I got a call this morning from Toronto who's interested in getting Chris Coast and Jonathan VR from us, continuing the trend of teams wanting Jonathan VR and Chris Coast from us. And they're offering 36-year-old outfitter Jacob Cruz. That sounds like a no, right? Yeah, that sounds like a no. July 16th, 2009, the Phillies are 31-57. and 57. We have some injuries to talk about. We also have some roster moves to make. Very paper day coming up. Some injuries to report out of the minors. Kelly Dugan, 18-year-old. He was a first-round draft pick for us uh, this past year. 337, 433, 506. Good numbers. He is in Williamsport, and he has a mild shoulder strain. He's out for a week. So that's uh, a bum, bummer. Uh, I couldn't finish the word. (laughs) That's a bum right there. That's a bum. Let's see. Lakewood, Jawan James is hurt, but there is no prognosis yet. He is hitting 323, 367, 479 for Lakewood, so good numbers there. In Clearwater, everybody's okay. And in Redding... Dominic Brown was hurt with dehydration, but he's okay now. Do we really need an alert for dehydration? I got one. I just want to let you know that this was the deal. All right. How about from now on, guys just take a drink when they're thirsty and they don't have to call us about it. It's a really good point. Just go have some Deer Park, 
and uh, chill by the fire or beach or what have you. And I don't know why you would do that if you're drinking water. <laughs> you could just drink from your, you know, your thermos or your, or your, uh, what do you got? You know, the, the, what's the bottle called that you drink water from typically? A bottle. Well, the other one. A glass. Camelback. A camelback. Camelback. There That's it is. It. You're the outdoorsy travel writer guy. I'm a GM. Gotta spend your winter somehow. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so I wanted to make some quick moves in the minor leagues just to ensure that uh, some guys get promotions because we have guys who are playing extremely well and should get promotions. So first off. Derek Mitchell, who we sent up to Clearwater earlier in the season because he was having such a great year in Lakewood, is playing ridiculously well in Clearwater. He's hitting 301, 344, 511 with 10 homers and 31 RBI in 229 at-bats. He's 22 years old, and he's kind of close to his peaks as far as most of his development, so I kind of want to move him up quickly. Um, he's also a left fielder, so it's really just offensively that he's improving at this point. But his defense is actually pretty good in a bunch of positions. So I would move him up to writing right now if you're cool with that. Yeah, I have no objection to any of these, uh, any of the promotions that you're thinking about. You don't even know what they are. Well, we've gone over them briefly in, uh, in, our, in your memo there. Wait, 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 take the curtain and just, just bring, it, bring it out <laughs> and show everybody the... The, the 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 backstage area here of this of this ridiculous enterprise we're going through. I think that our enterprise is more backstage than on stage. What does that even mean? I, it doesn't mean anything. But maybe I'm dehydrated too. <laughs> you need some water. Get some water. All right. So I'm also going to make a move from Lakewood to Clearwater. Pitcher Austin Hyatt who is, where is he? There he is. He's got a 3.63 ERA, 87 strikeouts and 33 walks in 96 innings. He's 23 years old. About time for him to be challenged in another level. So he's going up to Clearwater. Um, Tyler Cloyd in Clearwater will then get bumped up to Redding. And Cloyd has a 3.63 ERA in 69 innings. 58 strikeouts and 20 walks. Uh, he's 22 years old and is closing in on his peak developments, so it's probably a good move to get him more challenging hitters to face in Reading. Um, and then to ensure that our rotation in Reading is not over-flooded at this point. I don't know if that's a word. I really have trouble with the vocabulary today, as you can see. Um... Edgar Garcia is going to be moved to the bullpen there. We'll see if that takes. And now some bullpen moves. These are really the fun things. I really appreciate bullpen moves. Yeah, that's what sells tickets is bullpen moves. Yep. In Williamsport, no, in the Gulf Coast League. See, i I got to go even farther down the line here. We're moving... Harold Tolentino, who's a 20-year-old, to Williamsport. 
Chase Johnson, who is in Williamsport, will go to Lakewood. Ryan Berg, who's in Lakewood, will go to Clearwater. As will B.J. Rosenberg, who is 23. Off you go. And then finally, Miguel Matos, who's in Clearwater, will go to Reading. And voila, we have made a number of moves just in the last two minutes. All right. See, we've been busy. Now we can take a nap. July 17th, 2009, the Phillies are 31-57. and 57. The second half is now about to begin, and we make one move before that starts uh, that will affect the Major League roster. Not a big move, but one that I think we should make at this point. Okay. Pedro Feliz is out for three weeks with knee inflammation. Feliz, after we sent him to Lehigh Valley and he begrudgingly took the assignment, has been nothing short of a miracle in Lehigh Valley. Um just pull up his numbers. He is hitting dead air. He's hitting 303, 355, 521 with six homers and 23 runs batted in. Yeah, he's been doing really well. And I'm not sure how long we should keep him down there. I mean, obviously he has to recover from an, in- from an injury at the moment, but I'm not sure if we need to call him back up if he's hitting like that. So you you would actually would you like move Pedro Alvarez down to Lehigh Valley because he needs more seasoning or or what? Well, he's been struggling with us, hasn't he? You have to ask that question. He's <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's hitting one ninety seven, two seventy eight, three thirty nine. Yeah, exactly. So it seems like the solution is a pretty obvious one, don't you think? You have one guy who's young. Go and on. Not, <laughs> you have you have one guy who's young and not as at his potential yet, hitting below the Mendoza line. You have another guy who's a veteran who is in AAA but has been in the majors for several years now and is slashing three hundred, three fifty, five twenty. You know, it seems like the the easy solution is to is to switch those guys. Would you be opposed to sending Alvarez down now because? You don't want to embarrass him? Well, if you send him down now, who do you bring up? I mean, any number. So Lehigh Valley's got a number of relatively good hitters. Not that they will translate that to the majors. But you have, let's see. If you were, if you want an infielder, Andy Tracy, who only plays first base, so maybe that's not a great idea, but he's hitting... 275, 360, 569. Juan Rivera, who we just picked up. Um, eight plate appearances, already hitting 571, Dan. It's pretty good. Yeah, that sounds good. It <laughs> sounds like he'll, he'll uh, carry that out through the rest of the season. Uh, Brad Harmon, who was on the team last year. He's been in Lehigh Valley this whole year. 265, 320, 515. John Mayberry's still having a decent enough year, 254, 315, 478, with 17 home runs and 15 RBI, so it's really more power than anything else. D'Angelo Jimenez, 271, 355, 438, 7 homers, 31 RBI, uh, 28 strikeouts to 29 walks. So you think that we should send down Alvarez now before he just completely drowns and bring up one of these guys until Felice is healthy? Yeah, I think the issue is so Alvarez. Let me look at his splits really quick. He's not gotten any better. 
the month of May was his best month. Of course, he wasn't on the Phillies then. Um, <laughs> but then, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. He had 190 in June and 182 in July. His OBP has gone up a little bit since coming since since June, but he's not been good. I, and and I think that isn't Dobbs getting more playing time than him anyway. Well, no, Dobbs. We we basically. I think Dobbs is no. He's he's getting back up third base and first base and all that stuff. If we if we put Jimenez on the team and moved on Alvarez, I'd imagine Dobbs would be back at third base, which I'm not totally opposed to. Me neither. The only reason I asked is that if Alvarez wasn't the one getting the most, the majority of the playing time, then yeah, absolutely. He's got to go down so that he can get the majority of the playing time. But um, he is, but he's still struggling. And when you're hitting 190, I don't think that's, that's you learning to adjust. I think it's just you struggling and perhaps not being ready yet for the major leagues. So I think I, I'm, I'm kind of with you. If, if, if you're going to, if you are with me here, that, if we just send him down now and let him work it out till maybe September. Yeah, I think that makes sense. I mean, he's 22 years old. You know, he he has a a lot of room to grow, a lot of time to get better. Okay, so let's do it. And he's still in good. His morale is still pretty good, so he's it's good morale, which is good. He might be the only one. Well, he's he's left the Phillies, so <laughs> one would imagine you feel better when you leave the Phillies and you go to the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs, who are only four games under five hundred. So now Jimenez plays some third base, so he's going to go to Philadelphia. He's still unhappy, but live with it, buddy. Jimenez is unhappy. He just he wanted to be on the major leagues from the beginning. I see. Well, he's there now. Jimenez. Yeah. So let me try the lineup here, see what Charlie Manuel thinks. He has Dobbs starting and Jimenez backing up, but that's okay. It's every third game Jimenez would come in, so that's fine. Yeah, that's all right. And then in Lehigh, one would imagine Alvarez is starting at third base. And hitting third there. So that's good. Okay. We're playing Florida today. The Florida Marlins. J-Hap against Josh Johnson. We should could, we should start the second half on a, on a high note, right? Get a win here. Maybe win the series here. Just get ourselves rolling. It'd be nice to. I mean, we ended the first half on a high note. So it'd be nice to just carry that into the second half. Josh Johnson, though, is a really good pitcher. July 18, 2009, the Phillies are 32-57. and 57. Good start to the second half, right? We'll talk about that. Also, another trade proposal. But this one is a little different than before. What did you say about Josh Johnson? That, that he was good. Okay. Well, he wasn't in this one. He gave up six runs Jesus. in six innings. And then Brian Sanchez came in for the Marlins and gave up five runs in an inning and two-thirds. Wow. We started the second half with an 11-2 win. See, that's what happens when we're the gems. And guess who had a home run and three runs batted in this game? Do I really have to guess? Yeah, of course. Was it uh, Greg Dobbs? 
It was Dreg Gobbs. Okay. I'm not sure that's the proper pronunciation, actually. Okay. What was him? <laughs> Jay Happ went seven innings and gave up two runs, five strikeouts, three walks. Eric Hurley, two scoreless innings with two strikeouts. Good. Wow. So some days it's just like most of the time everything we do goes wrong, but some days it seems like everything we do goes right. And that's where I'm leaving it here. That's good. That's exactly what I want to hear. Good. <laughs> I think. So the Orioles are interested in Brett Myers. What? They would trade they would they want Brett Myers but also Jonathan VR <laughs> for outfitter Aubrey Huff. Okay. Huff is thirty two, he's a forty forty in scouting. Um he's hitting two fifty nine, three twenty eight, four sixty two. I no, why? I why would we have to give Jonathan VR for that? Yeah, I mean, there's a there, there's a place on our team for a person of of Huff's talent level right now, but it's not for VR. If we trade VR, it's going to be for someone who is, you know, top tier and understands think, how evolution works. It makes me think that Baltimore. I mean, maybe Baltimore wants Brett Myers. I mean, they they would be interested in at least talking about it. Um, they also said that we'd have to retain 30% of his contract, which is why, but that's okay. Well, it depends what we would be getting out of it. So if I were to just throw out there like one of their middle of the road prospects, second baseman, Justin Turner, Baltimore's, that's a very bad deal for us. <laughs> You noticed, huh? Yeah, well, but then they'd want one of our really top prospects, which, no, my friends, that's not happening. Um, if we were to ask for 25 potential Zach Britton, definitely cannot accept this offer. And they would want, again, one of our top players. No? No dice, not for Aubrey Huff. So, apparently they're also rebuilding. So, I don't know why they would own Brent Myers to begin with, but maybe they were thinking, well, we need to give up something to get Aubrey Huff, to give Aubrey Huff away. <laughs> maybe. Bad news. All right. Second game of the three-game set against Florida. We have Jeremy Hellickson and his 4.68 ERA going up against Ricky Nolasco, who has a 3.91. Let's try to win a series again. Let's do it. July 19th, 2009. The Phillies are 32-58. and 58. Ooh. Not much else to add here. Carry on. We've not won the series yet. But we might. We lost 6-5 to five in 12 innings. And we actually had the lead in the ninth, and we blew it with the run in the ninth. Thank you, Jesse Crane. No, Ryan Madsen. Ryan Madsen. Yeah, I was worried that it was Jesse, Jesse Crane because he was one of ours, one of our acquisitions. But if it was Ryan Madsen, then um, fine, whatever. I don't care. Yeah, Crane gave up the run to win the game in the 12th inning. Crane is also having a very good season with us right now. 177 ERA, 18 strikeouts, 7 walks, and 20 innings. 
So good find. He's he's worked out for us. Yeah, he was just a throw-in in an earlier deal, and uh, we were drawn to his. He, he was scouted really highly, and we we're like, well, we need a reliever. He scouted really highly. Let's just uh, let's see if we can get him thrown in on this deal, and it worked out. Helixson went eight innings, gave up three earned runs, four total. So maybe he shouldn't have pitched eight innings, but I'm not going to debate it too much anymore. We also have to do something about Scott Ayer, who is still in the minors and uh, he's in rehab assignment and he needs to either go to the majors or be cut loose on waivers. What would you like to do with him? How has he done in his rehab assignment? He is doing poorly. No, he's <laughs> well. No, he he's only had two two. He's had two thirds of an inning. He's not pitched at all. It's a good rehab assignment, guys. Yeah, really good use of his time. Although it's our fault for stuffing about forty guys into that bullpen down there. See, we make our mistakes. We have to we have to live with them. Yeah, at least we own up to them though. Sometimes. He had a 10.8 ERA with the Phils um, earlier in the year. His walk rate was higher than his K rate. He's a free agent after this year. I would be okay with just cutting him loose. Yeah, I would be too. Um, We can replace that production uh, elsewhere if we haven't already. So I'm gonna wave him and put him on. I'm gonna wave him and put him on assignment and see if a team is interested in picking him up. Um, okay. If not, we can cut him loose. We'd have to pay his remaining money. Just FYI, so that kind of hurts with the money again. But yeah, it's not but a, I mean, it's, it's not a big cost. Yeah, he's on a two million dollar contract, so for the rest of the season, it'll be like a little under a million, which you know, big deal. All right, final game of the three game series against the Marlins. Brett Myers going up against Renuvas Hernandez of the Marlins. Myers is a 4.60 ERA. He's actually pitched a little bit better here in the last month or so. So maybe, possibly, we'll get a good outing from him. Yeah, take a series. July 20th, 2009. The Phillies are 33-58. and 58. Okay, we won a series to start the second half. That's great. We'll also get another trade proposal. Kind of similar to what we've had before. And we'll talk about it. But last week, pretty good, right? We've won some games. We kind of have a better sense of what the team's going to look like. We're setting ourselves up for the trade deadline. And we got rid of Jeff Soup. We blew the soup off the bowl. It's bubbled over. The soup has dried out. The soup is bad. We've thrown it into the recycling. We've dumped it into the sewer. The soup is finally so cold that it is frozen and we can chip away at it and throw it at people's faces. No more metaphors, please. We got the win. We did. Brett Myers so, was effective. It's Oh, good. He He's brought his, his ERA down like a full run in about a month, it feels like. Yeah, his ERA is now down to 4-3-6. Wow. So the, we won 3-1. to one. Myers gave up a run in six hits in eight innings. He struck out seven and walked none. See, it's those walks. He, I, I, he, I would imagine that uh, he hasn't walked guys as much, and that's why he's not uh, giving up so many runs. Let's find out, shall we? Let's find out. 
in April he walked seven to twenty three strikeouts. In May he walked sixteen to thirty three strikeouts. In June he walked sixteen to sixteen strikeouts, and that was his worst month. In July he walked five to twenty four strikeouts so far. So that tells you what you need to know. Yeah, it's a lot better. He's a two oh five ERA in July so far. It's good stuff. Um couple things we have to get through real quick. Mostly my email. <laughs> Alex Rodriguez just got his 2500th hit. Good Boy, I am really out of it right now. <laughs> 25th hundred? <laughs> yeah, that's not it. We are now 26th in the power rankings, Dan. That's that's three greater than we've been. We're moving on up. And we have a trade proposal from the Rays. Do they want Jonathan VR? Yes. They want VR, and now 50. They want Brett Myers, and we would retain 55 percent of his contract, <laughs> just so we can have Gabe Kapler again. <laughs> <laughs> No, we'll come we'll come back around to Gabe Kapler in about ten years. Playing the Rube is a production of philliesnation.com. Go to philliesnation.com for all of your Phillies news, rumors, information, opinion, and much more. Thanks to Brian Michael for being the person who lets us do this, executive producer, and the guy who runs philliesnation.com. Thanks to Dan Walsh, of course, for doing this with me. He literally just sits there and talks on Skype for about an hour. He doesn't even have the game in front of him. I feel bad for him. He does have a spreadsheet. I make it for him all the time, and I updated it, and it's, you know, he can work off that. It's great. Also, thanks to bensound.com for the music. Next time on Playing the Rube, in about two weeks, we will get into the trade deadline, and you'll have to wait because we're going to make a big move. A big, big move. A really big move. The biggest move we've made yet, I swear. It's going to be really amazing, and I can't wait to... Show it to you guys, but it's going to happen in two weeks. So, sorry. Bye. See you next time.